This podcast is brought to you by real-life captioned eroticas. Check the link in the description for the sexy, visualized stories of your dreams. The next story is posted by user Odinson70 from r slash erotica. The title of the story is New Neighbor Part 2. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the story. The next morning, I wake to the realization that what had happened was not some crazy wet dream. I had somehow mustered up the courage to actually go across the hall to you and do those things to you. And while it wasn't my first time, I'm not very experienced. So between that and my social anxiety, how in the hell? Oh no, what you must think of me. I quickly went from pride to fear and shame. What if you wanted to have me arrested for assault? Again, fight or flight kicks in and adrenaline pumps into my veins, begging me to run. I jump from my bed and run to my door, half naked, to make sure that it was locked and bolted. I look out the peephole and saw nothing but your closed door looking back at me. The designation 5A in gilded lettering hanging prominently above your own peephole. Why did I have to go in there last night? Why didn't I just close and lock your door, leaving you safe? The memories start flooding back more clearly and I begin to again experience a little sensation in my groin. As I think through it more, I seem to remember there was a point where you chose. Maybe I didn't need to worry so much about what would happen next. If you were going to call the police, then you probably would have already done so. Trembling a little, I back away from my door and try to go back to my normal routine. Breakfast, office, fielding help tickets and calls, thinking that the normal will help to calm me. Every little sound that I hear causes me to jump a little. On the inside, I'm jumping a lot. I'm distracted in performing my work and it's apparently obvious as my boss sends me a quick instant message asking if I'm okay. I lie to her in reply and back away from the desk for a moment. Maybe things will be okay. But how do I proceed from here? What will I say to you in the hall? We will eventually see each other out there so I'd better figure that one out soon. Maybe it's time to go back to some anti-anxiety medication. For now, though, what I need is a little something lighter. I pick up my smartphone and call my friend to ask for some help, then turn back to my computer to continue my shift. Medication is on the way. My anxiety lessens and the rest of my workday goes fairly smoothly. I didn't break anyone's computer or lose their work when I tried to help them. So we'll call that a success. The building buzzer goes off, causing me to jump pretty high out of my chair. I didn't realize just how tightly wound I've been. Now that my help has arrived, I should be able to really calm down. Checking my appearance in the mirror, I go to my door, unlock everything and slowly step out into the hall, pausing briefly. Your door is still closed. There's no sound coming out. All's quiet. I go downstairs to the foyer of the building and see my friend standing there, holding a small bag. I slip some bills through the bars of the entrance in exchange for the small bag and I go back up to my floor. Still quiet as I walk back into my apartment, softly close the door, and then softly lock it. Going back into my office, I open a small drawer in my office desk and put out my rolling papers. I open the bag of prime ganya I just purchased to begin rolling myself a little anxiety helper. Pick up the finished product. Light it up and begin to feel myself relax. A little time rolls by and I've taken a few calming hits of my happy cigarette. My anxiety is floating away with the wisps of smoke as I hear the muffled sound of your door closing. Waiting, I hear nothing more. My curiosity gets the best of me so I get up and go to my door. Looking out the peephole, I can see that your door is still closed. 5A still shining lightly at the top of your door. However, hanging from your doorknob is the mask that I wore last night. Oh shit, I exclaim and start choking on my own saliva as I back away from the door. Okay, I tell myself, 
Obviously this means that she wants me to come over. Does it mean more than that? Does she just want to meet me or is there something more? I can feel my anxiety returning full force, so I go find my helper and have another pull. The more I relax, the more I realize that I can just go over with no expectations. If she was upset or wanted to press charges, the cops would have been here already. This isn't bad. This could be good. I take another hit and hold it in. Closing my eyes, I tell myself that things will be okay. She left the mask out there for me to wear, so maybe I won't have to talk. Slowly exhaling, I put out the left-handed cigarette and leave the office. Once again, I stop by the mirror and check myself. I've looked better, but I guess I've looked worse. The hinges on my apartment door creak a little as I slowly open it and step into the hallway. I close the door and turn to face yours. Slowly, I retrieve the masquerade mask from the doorknob. Slipping it on, I knock on the door lightly and wait. After only a few seconds, the door opens slowly, revealing your living room. There are moving boxes stacked in the corner, a plush black leather couch, a TV on what looks like a coffee table up against the wall. You peek your head around the door, your long black hair cascading down the side of the door. I tentatively take a small step in, sensing my hesitation. You say, please come in, and I step further into your apartment for the second time. Closing the door behind me, you turn towards me, looking me in the eyes expectantly. Nervous, I look you up and down. You are wearing a silky dark blue robe that is not tied closed. Under the robe, I can see black and red, lacy lingerie covering your body, revealing in places it shouldn't be, covering in others. I guess that answers the question of what she wants out of this meeting. I think to myself. Immediately, my heart begins to race and thoughts overwhelm my mind. I know I should probably say something, but I'm unable to find the words. Panic begins to seep into my being and I must be visibly shaking by this point. I wish I had my little helper with me to help me relax. All I can think to do is to bow slowly, extending my arms out, but maintaining eye contact. As I return to standing, I slowly bring my finger back up to my lips. A smile touches the edges of your gorgeous green eyes and you curtsy. Then extend your hand towards me. I reach out and take your hand gently, bringing it to my lips for a tender kiss as you stand back straight. Holding your hand, we stare into each other's eyes for what seems like an eternity. I'm a good head taller than you, which makes it easy for me to look past your eyes and down your beautiful body. Your supple breasts fill the lacy lingerie easily and I can barely see your areolas beneath the red frilly lace. Your bare legs are framed by the edges of the silky blue robe that still hangs loosely from your frame. You reach your free hand up to my head, brushing my cheek lightly before running your fingers through my hair, bringing my eyes back up to yours. I could get lost in those deep green eyes forever, like a hiker off the trail. Lost in a mossy forest, I bend down to kiss your wet, pink lips and my tongue reaches out, seeking yours. We kiss deeply for minutes before you pull back slightly and remove your robe, the rick blue fabric pooling on the floor around your feet. Your hands then wander to my chest, running slowly up from my clothed pecs to my shoulders and down my arms. When the skin of your fingers reaches my bare arms, my hairs stand on end and my skin turns to goose flesh. You reach inside the short sleeves of my shirt and run your hands to my back. You curl your fingers slightly, lightly scratching my upper back with your fingernails as you gently pull me back towards you. We kiss again as my hands begin exploring your body, the back of your neck, your back, your hips, your waist, up to your sides to your arms where my thumbs brush against your breasts, then around again to your back. I pull you in tightly, kissing you passionately as I feel your breasts pressing against my chest. You slowly pull your hands out from the sleeves of my shirt and reach down to pull the shirt out of my waist. 
We break our kiss for you gently pull off my shirt. I put a hand on my mask and bend over a bit for you to pull it off over my head. Once past the mask, I let the shirt dangle from my arm and lightly shake it loose, falling to the floor. The cold air hits my exposed skin and I shiver a little causing you to reach out to me to engulf me in your arms. The warmth of your body calms me and we return to kissing heavily. Pushing me lightly as we kiss, you back me expertly towards the couch until I can feel the arm of the couch touch the back of my legs. You reach down and start to unbuckle my belt, then move on to unbuttoning my pants. Once the zipper is drawn down, my pants fall easily to my knees, exposing my tartan patterned boxers barely covering my hardened member. You break our kiss to bend down in front of me, gently pushing my pants the rest of the way to the floor. I step out of them easily, kick them lightly to the side, and reach down to take your chin in my hand, encouraging you to look back up into my eyes again. You stand slowly, running your hands up my legs, brushing my swollen penis as they drift by, up to my abdomen, to my chest as you stand. Resting your hands on my chest, you push me lightly down onto the couch. At first, I'm sitting on the arm. But you keep pushing and I fall into the couch, my legs dangling off the arm of the couch and to either side of you. You smile and take hold of one of my feet, pulling off the sandal and putting one of my toes into your mouth. I've never had my toes sucked before and I'm surprised at just how good it feels. You take your time, sucking on each toe until you reach my little toe. I jerk my foot away as I discover that I'm suddenly ticklish right there. You put on a look of dejection, your bottom lip stuck out in the cutest little pout I've ever seen. I reach my feet around behind you, hooking them under your arms, and pull you over the arm of the couch, onto me. Laughing, you catch yourself before landing on me too hard, your luscious black hair spilling onto my chest. The scent of you fills my nose and I breathe you in deeply. Reaching down, I place my hands on either side of your waist and pull you further up onto me. Our mouths meet again for another longing kiss, your breasts laying on my chest, my swell pressing up against you. I reach around your back feeling around the lingerie trying to find where it is held together. Knowing my intent, you sit back on your haunches, pull the drawstring that was tucked neatly between your breasts, and begin to free yourself from your lace. Your plump breasts drop out of the lingerie with a small bounce, nipples erect and hard. You pull the lingerie down to your waist and then lean back over me. In your current position, you are primed to grind your mound against me and I hear a soft gasp as you do. I reach up with one hand and caress your breast, pinching the nipple lightly. Another gasp from you and I lean forward to suckle your other waiting breast. Our hands and mouths return to exploring each other's bodies as we grind against each other, moaning and gasping from the exertion and pleasure. Unraveling the rest of your lingerie, I carefully remove it from your glistening body and cast it aside. You slide back and grasp the waistband of my boxers and begin sliding them down. I scoot my body further up your couch, the friction of the leather helping to slide my boxers down my legs until you, crouching over me, can pull them all of the ways off and toss them aside as well. You drop back to your knees and bend over to take me in your mouth again, much like last night. Your tongue perfectly hitting the most sensitive parts of me causes me to throw my head back in pleasure, moaning loudly. I can feel the mask slide down my nose to cover my mouth, and for a moment, I am tempted to remove it, readjusting it instead. My focus returns to the amazing feel of your tongue and mouth on my cock. After a few minutes, I can no longer allow you to be the only one enjoying such pleasure. So I reach down and gently pull your head up. You look at me questioningly and I give you a come-hither motion with my finger. With that, you sit up. I put my hands on our hips and try to pull you to my head. You help by scooting forward and before long, I am exploring your juicy, 
wet folds with my tongue once more. My tongue darts in and out of your entrance, occasionally licking the top of the hole. My nose buried up against your swollen clit. Before long, you can't help but grind against my face as I work my tongue through the writing out the alphabet between your lips. With each swipe of my tongue across the top of you, you let out an exasperated moan. Before I can finish the letters, I change tactics and just work my tongue over your swollen love bean. Licking and pointing, your moans turn to groans until you can take no more and your entire body shudders as your juices flow into my waiting mouth. Sliding back down the couch, you take a few deep breaths and then position yourself strategically over my groin. The tip accidentally touches your still-sensitive love button, and you shudder again. After taking a few seconds to recover, you reach down and gently guide me in between your swollen, sopping wet labia and into your waiting hole. Slowly, you sink down onto me, relishing every second of our first conjoining. Once you reach the bottom, I thrust ever so slightly, pushing me deeper into you. You reach a hand to my chest, arch your back, and throw your head back in ecstasy. Easing back up, you follow and then start to slowly pulse up and down, leaning forward slightly, your hands on my chest, your black hair falling forward, tickling my nipples. Your eyes are closed and your mouth opens in unmitigated pleasure as you bounce lightly on me. Your breasts keep the beat, bouncing lightly with each stroke and I reach up to fondle them. They are so soft under my rough hands and I just can't seem to let them go. You reach up now to take a hold of my wrists and sit up a little straighter, flicking your hair back behind your head. You reach over with one hand and hold onto the top of the couch. With my hand now free, I put my thumb in my mouth to moisten it before reaching over to rub your clit, heightening your pleasure. With a groan, you fall forward a bit again. You're breathing very fast now. I move my hands to your hips and begin to pump myself in and out of you at a much faster pace. The sound of skin slapping skin barely audible over your moans. Seconds later, you begin shaking again and sit straight up, burying me deep within you as you let out a primal groan of ultimate pleasure. Once you've regained your composure, I gently push you off of me and you squat on the floor. I slide my legs off the couch and stand up. Reaching down, I take you by the hand, stand you up, and guide you back to the arm of the couch where you had pushed me over. I run my fingers through your hair, down your cheek, your neck, and then down to your shoulder. Bringing up my other hand, I gently turn you around and then wrap my arms around you, holding you tight against my body. My erect penis pushes into the fold between your butt cheeks as I nibble on your earlobes and then move down to your neck. Releasing you, I bring my hands to your upper back and gently push you over the arm of the couch. As you bend over, I slide my hands down the center of your back until I reach the small of your back. I squat down and give your waiting lips one last lick before standing back up and inserting my phallus into your folds quickly and easily. You yelp with the sudden insertion and reach out to steady yourself. My hands move down to your hips and my pace quickens. Once again, the sounds of skin on skin slapping can barely be heard over the sounds of our own growing pleasure. Deeper and harder I push into you until it feels like I'm moving the couch with each thrust. Reaching up, I take a fistful of your shiny black hair and pull your head back, driving you into me. I can feel that I'm about to climax as your legs start to buckle and I hear you scream louder now than before. Feeling myself starting to swell, even more. I withdraw and come shoots onto your lower back and butt. I let go of your hair, and you just fall over the arm of the couch, exhausted. Both of us are breathing heavily from the exertion and pleasure. I take a small step back, admiring the view, your butt sticking straight up as the cum I sprayed on you begins to ooze down your leg. Looking around, I find my shirt, retrieve it, and walk over to you. As I'm carefully wiping the dripping cum from your back, 
I noticed that the mask I was wearing is laying at the other end of the couch. It must have slid off when you scooted up to ride my mouth. Reaching up to feel my face, I confirm that the mask is gone. Seeing this, you turn slightly and reach your hand up to take the shirt away from me, tossing it aside. Then you stand and turn to face me, reaching up to caress my face. Your other hand comes up to your face to place a finger at your lips, making the shushing motion from before. A smile spreads across my face and then yours as I take that finger and put it to my lips and kiss it. 